Welcome to the Ministry to Parents podcast. Here's your hosts, Elizabeth and Jeremy Lee. It's the Ministry to Parents podcast. This is the podcast for church leaders that helps you build a ministry to parents. Welcome, everybody. I'm Jeremy Lee. And I'm Elizabeth Lee. Thanks so much for joining in. We are kicking off a brand new series called How to Heal from Church Hurt. Yeah, we're going to keep it real light and easy. (laughs) Sorry, no. I didn't get away from the microphone on that one. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is, uh, I, I don't know that there is anyone who has uh, taken up the sword and shield and entered the arena of uh, ministry, and sometimes it is that way, and uh, and you take, you take hits, mm-hmm. and uh, some of the hardest hits are the ones that come from within the church. You're battling enough all of the things on the outside and mm-hmm. and uh, helping folks just deal with life. Mm-hmm. Um, but but when you take friendly fire, um, mm-hmm. that is some of the hardest things to deal with. And so um, and the reality is church is made of humans and as long as it is made of humans, uh, that means uh, humanity is going to be there and that means pain, hurt, frustration. Mm-hmm. So this is a good topic for us to talk about because I know the folks who listen are dealing with it. And I, and I think specifically this topic for our podcast, there's church hurt, right? And that there's a lot of discussions that take place about that. But then I think this podcast in particular is unique in this series because this is church hurt. People who've experienced church hurt that work within the church. Mm-hmm. Right. Because when church church is, is discussed as a whole, it's often people who've been hurt by people who work in the church or maybe it was mm-hmm. the deacons or the elders or, um, you know, parishioners. But this podcast in particular, this series is we're going to be focusing on church hurt based from the ministry leadership position. Mm-hmm. So when you work within the church and have church hurt. <laughs> mm-hmm. And this is a big, this is connected to, you know, we have a, what we call a ministry to parents roadmap where we have all these different, basically, how do you do a ministry parents? You do these four things. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the four, and we intentionally put it there, was care for your soul. Um, the reason why is because we have just learned from experience that there is all the other steps of a ministry to parents, which is all good stuff. It doesn't matter if the soul isn't cared for. So, um, and uh, soul care uh, is easily under this category of church hurt because uh, the church hurt affects the soul. Mm-hmm. And so, a lot of what we're doing in soul care when it comes to church leaders is we're uh, talk about healing of soul wounds, which come from the the experience of working within a church setting. So today. We are going to be, this is a podcast, by the way, I didn't even hop into that. This is episode 50. and to It's episode 50? Actually, episode 49. Oh, my man. bad. 50, we're going to have to party. That's a big 50 milestone. 50 is the next one. This is episode 49. And today we have a special guest. And the, how we're doing it is where today Jeremy and I are breaking it down where he is the special guest. Wait, what? I'm the guest? You're the guest. You have no idea the questions <laughs> I'm about to ask you. And because you have worked in the church and mm-hmm. have experienced church hurt, and so you are the first guest to kick off this series. Welcome, oh Jeremy. Oh, boy. <laughs> so glad you're here. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, so to my first question is going to be for you. Uh, how would you explain to people your experience within the church? How did you get started uh, working in a church? Or wh- where did your experience from just being in church come from? 
Uh, well, you know, it started as a volunteer when I was in college. I received great encouragement to keep going. So then I started working in summer camps. Um, Royal Ambassador Camp in Kosciuszko, Mississippi <laughs> was, the, was where <laughs> I felt, uh, I guess a quote called to ministry. And then, um, uh, from there, I worked at a small church while I was in college as a youth minister and then worked in a camp setting, multiple camp settings. Then went on to work in multiple churches as youth minister, middle school minister, worked in children's camps, worked in schools for uh, educational programs, uh, was able to get a whole – had a period of time where I was kind of like a traveling guy with with camps and retreats for children and teenagers. So I was able to kind of experience uh, ministry from so many different settings, and I think it's one of the reasons why – uh, it was all preparation for God uh, to bring me to the place where we could do ministry to parents, where there's a kind of a context of all different settings. So how how would you say when was your first introduction to being hurt um, within a church context? Yeah. No um, names, please. No names. <laughs> <laughs> so I was uh, it was when I was young and I was um, not uh, I, I was kind of like um you know, that intern associate type level of mm-hmm. of category where you're kind of coming in under the, like apprentice role. And one of the things about that role is um, people kind of don't see you. They don't know you're there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so they feel very comfortable to speak and act in a way that uh, that they just kind of forget you're there. And so I got to see things um, that were really shocking and surprising. Uh, probably the one that sticks out the most is the first initial time. And, and it brought me to tears actually was, um, where the pastor of a church, um, a lady had come in and, um, was confronting the pastor in the fellowship hall. And I just happened to be in there doing my work and they didn't even know I was there. And so I, I witnessed this exchange where the pastor just dressed this woman down, um, in a, in an incredible disrespectful way. Um, and he just yelled at her and he, uh, um, and she she just cried and he didn't care and there was just this just this I don't know how to say it but um it it was just horrible to watch and I was like how how, how can I keep going here how can I serve with this person and how can I stay in this place and I immediately went to uh, my parents my mentors any and everybody I could talk to to process this I just couldn't believe it I was like what is going on. So how would you define church hurt? If somebody was saying, what is this topic you're discussing? How would you define it? Uh, you know, for me, church hurt um, is is very much similar to physical wounds, you know, or physical trauma. There's this experience that happens that's out of the ordinary, that's unusual, but it's also damaging. So, for example, the the, the instance that I was referring to, I wasn't the actual target of it. But I witnessed something. Um, it was it, it was akin to witnessing um, some horrible, you know, crime or something like that. Um, that you know, you just kind of the experience of being even in the same environment of it uh, sticks with you. It makes you question literally everything about the experience. And uh, so that, uh, in its own way, was kind of um, traumatic, I guess. And uh, but then also there's other forms of church hurt um, that is uh, direct, like like I am the target <laughs> instead of witnessing someone else being dressed down. I'm the one that's being dressed down. And I think church hurt a lot for me has been 
it really began when I had this idealistic expectation of how things should be. And that just massive disappointment when reality and humanity just 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 squat on it and say, no, that's not how it is. Um, it's just as if not sometimes worse than uh, outside these church walls. And that's disappointing sometimes. You know, that leads me. OK, so as you, you talked about that, one of the things that came to mind was so disappointing outside the church, inside the church, would the effects or the side effects of church hurt look different? Because we all have effects of hurt, right? Mm -hmm. Just in general, humanity, as you said. So we're going to have that outside the church. But how do the side effects or the effects of hurt inside the church look a little different? Does that make sense? Yeah, uh, and because it's a, because it lays right next to the hope of Christ and the love of Christ and the um everything you are the whole reason you're gathering together in some form of community um and then you've chosen to take a leadership position to help further this kingdom this mission and this mission is all about love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, self-control. Um this agape love that we're supposed to receive and then give to others, this beautiful mission that we've been called to, to be a part of. Like one of my favorite questions is to ask church leaders, um, tell me the story of why you got into this. What were you, why did you say yes to this? Um, it's similar to when uh, a marriage is in trouble. A marriage counselor will often say, tell me how y'all fell in love. Cause mm-hmm. you're trying to get back to that moment mm-hmm. because that beautiful moment at the beginning um, when you go through church hurt, you begin to just lose sight of it. And you find yourself, at least I have found myself at times looking up going, what am, what am I doing this for? Why am I here? This is nothing but pain to me right now. And, um, it, that's, that, that doesn't, that doesn't, that's not how the whole journey is, but there are just seasons where you, you somebody listening might be experiencing that season right now where it's just, uh, you, you forget why you got into this in the first place in church because, um, it, it feels so opposite of the, the mission that you're supposedly trying to advance of, of Christ and his love and his kingdom. And then when you see, uh, the, what, what doesn't match that, you're like, well, this should be different. Now I'm fully unaware. And by the way, through tons of therapy in many, many years, I've realized, like I said earlier, that um, um, as a young man, I did not account for the humanity of the church. I was just focused on the mission of it. And uh, as I've understood that there is humanity there, it gives me patience, empathy, and it also gives me kind of this understanding that I bring my humanity to it, mm-hmm. that it's that it's not just something that I'm witnessing. It's something that I'm bringing uh, pain to. There's there's a whole list of folks, a whole list of folks mm-hmm. who would, uh, when they talk about their biggest church hurt, they would use my name. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, and, and dealing with the pain of that, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just another mm-hmm. layer. <laughs> mm-hmm. So again, um, it, the reason why it's so intense for me is, um, I think because I expected one thing and then the reality is the other, and there's this gap in between that just, uh, is painful. Mm, it's really good. So, and you answered this in a little, a little bit, but how would you, uh, how would you how do you recover from church hurt right yeah like you 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 tapped on that a little bit can you expand on that a little more yeah and i and i know some of the guests we've asked to be a part of this series i can't wait to hear their answer to this question 
Assuming we, we, we've put out some big requests, folks. We'll see what happens. What's yours? Uh, yes. Well, the reason why I say that is because I want to hear and study and learn. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, you know, for near 15 years now, um, I've been meeting with people and, and just diving through this issue. And so I'll just kind of, there's no way for me to, to say 15 years worth in, in two minutes. But I will uh, I will say this. Um, I have had to learn the difference between an unhealthy environment in one church versus applying my experience in one church to all churches. Hmm. That's one key thing. Okay. Um, I had a string of, of uh, maybe three, four, maybe five um, unhealthy experiences in a row. So what happened was I, I, because I had a certain environment that my ambition wanted to go to mm-hmm. without getting too much into the – I had I had a flaw in me where I wanted to be in the bigger and better churches, right? Mm-hmm. Humanity piece. And because I would go into the bigger and better churches, I find myself envi- in environments that are very driven and very – a certain way. And obviously the faults of those types of unhealthier environments, um, what I, what I initially did was to say, well, you know what, if, if, if I can't, if these last three or four places are this way, then that must mean all of the church is this way. So the church is just messed up and and I end up generalizing the whole church. But what I have come to learn, and thank God through ministry to parents, I have really been able to be exposed to thousands of churches. And I have learned that there are so many beautiful, wonderful, healthy environments, not perfect, but ones that really, really care about health. Um, and I have uh, learned that, that that does exist, so it's not okay to just generalize all the rest of them. That gives me hope. In the church that, hey, yeah, there are some that that are uh, their environments are sick and unhealthy and they do need help. But there's a whole lot uh, more that are just uh, beautiful and they're living out what they were called to do. Um, Another thing for me is to um, uh, balance my idealistic mission of what should be with the reality of what is. so what happened early on was my, I, I took my hurt more personally because I kept saying it feels like the church has lost its soul. Um, and uh, although that uh, there's a certain degree of truth to that, uh, in addition, the, um, the heart of the church is, is the humans connecting with God. And so there's two layers there. There's God, which is beautiful. And it's the power of the church. It's the reason why the church continues, even though it's, we're trying to screw it up in our humanity. <laughs> it continues because God is is in and with His church for sure. But that humanity part is um, incredibly important. So um, I, I was out of balance early on in my idealism versus reality, and I think if I would have been more uh, in balance, I would have been able to endure the church hurt and say, you know what, this is. Um, real is something that I need to deal with and, and be healthy about, but I but I need to not be surprised that it exists because it it's going to exist as long as humans are a part of the church. Mm-hmm. Those are a couple of things that I think have helped me change my mindset and my heart towards the church uh, and towards my experience in the church and towards my 
relationship with it. That's really, really good. Um, so as we said earlier, our listeners are people who are working in this environment on a daily basis. So where uh, there's a lot out there on how to heal from church hurt when you're not in it. Mm-hmm. But we're, we're, our audience is people who are in it all the time. Like this is their mm-hmm. full-time job mm-hmm. or possibly part-time job, right? So what specific insight or hope would you give them those who are trying to heal from the hurt while in the same environment. Okay. Yeah. All right. So that's a good question. Thanks. I should have read these before we did this. <laughs> Would you like to wing it? <laughs> no, I do. That's your um, idea of a good time. Not mine. <laughs> so, so here's, um, initial, an uh, initial thoughts. You're right. Um, it is a different level of just uh, attending or volunteering in um, a setting where you've experienced hurt versus it being your uh, source of financial provision, mm-hmm. your uh, career. You'll, there's so many different dynamics that happen when you accept a job at a church. Uh, so here's here's a couple of things that have helped me. Um, uh Two initial things. First of all, there are two factors. I've 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 become like that uh, carnival worker who can guess somebody's weight just by looking at them. Uh-huh. I've gotten to a place where you tell me just a little bit about the pastor of your church. You tell me a little bit about the structure and system and how your church is organized, mm-hmm. and I can spit out for you <laughs> a lot of the details of your church hurt. Uh, and that's what I would want to say if uh, if I could talk to someone who's in the middle of church hurt right now. I would say you're going to need to inventory the things you can control and the things you can't mm-hmm. and then make your decisions. Because um, you cannot control who is the pastor of the church. And that that has so much impact on uh, church hurt. Uh, you just can't change the influence of the pastor. Um, and, uh, who that is, if, if you, there is no perfect pastor, but there are, there is a difference between a healthy pastor, someone who is seeking health and who pursues relationships, uh, and admits their faults and is mature and is seeking maturity and is seeking and growing in health and someone who is not. Um, if you, it, and I, this is just me, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but if I was in a setting where I could honestly and through prayer assess that, Hey, the leader, the, the pastor is not healthy right now. And I have no hope of them becoming healthy. I couldn't stay there for me. Um, uh, and then secondly, the environment, there's a bunch of different environments. There's the, um, small uh, type church that's kind of growing and is exciting and all of these things. There's um, the churches who are kind of organic and kind of chill and blah, blah, blah. Then there's these churches that are kind of larger and, and, and are forced to be more structured and corporate in their, in their way they organize themselves. Uh, it's been my experience that the larger and more corporate churches um, – they they have and this is this is not me bashing larger churches at all 
They just have to adopt a system to organize themselves because it's irresponsible to have thousands of people in your building and not be organized. That's irresponsible. Mm-hmm. And one of the only organizational structures we have that makes some type of sense is the corporate structure. Um, unfortunately, the corporate structure, though, uh, breeds conflict, breeds hurt. We're borrowing uh, uh, an earthly structure to organize a heavenly mission. And because of that, we sometimes are experiencing church hurt at a higher rate. Um, so, uh, you know, somebody will come to me and say, Hey, um, you know, I've been contacted by such and such church. What do you know about them? Should I go work for them? My question back to you is how comfortable are you in a corporate structure? Um, are you cool with that? Like, are you able to handle it? Does it bother you? Or, um, and, and if your answer is no, then man, go for it and just go in eyes wide open, knowing exactly what you're walking into and you'll be fine. Um, but the, but there's people like me <laughs> who are constantly frustrated in that scenario and just see every flaw in an unhealthy way. And all the people who have ever supervised me in those settings are like, amen. <laughs> um, and I just realized I'm not, I'm not meant for that setting personally. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just a, I'm nothing but an agitator in those scenarios. Uh, I'm like William Wallace going, no freedom. <laughs> we do not need this. And, uh, and if you're an agitator and a rebel like me, go find a setting that is not <laughs> corporate and structurally organized uh, because that's probably going to end up in a lot of church hurt for you. And you're going to uh, end up um, feeling like a hamster on a wheel mm-hmm. um, and go, f- you know, <laughs> the pet, our friend Petity, the rapper. Mm-hmm. I love him. Remember what he told us? He said, uh, find a place where you're celebrated and not tolerated. Um, I'll never forget it. Now, I know that wasn't original to him. I know he was quoting somebody. Don't know who he was quoting, so I'm going to quote Pettity. <laughs> but uh, uh, I'll never forget that night when I, because that's the first time I'd ever heard that, and it has stuck inside my soul. So that's why I say to those who are experiencing church hurt, at, at, and this is your job, and uh, you don't see a way out. Well, if you look at the senior pastor and the environment and structure of the church – and you find something that what that you just see is unhealthy and there's no way for you to change it, I would say find a place where you're celebrated and not tolerated. All right, so to close out, um, my last question is going to be for you. If you could recommend um, one or two books or a podcast or a place where they could, if this listening to this has kind of just said, hey, uh, something's going on in me, I need more, where could they go next that you would recommend? Yeah. Uh, the book that I'd recommend is Voice of the Heart by Dr. Chip Dodd. Okay. Um, that was meaningful to me because it helped me understand uh, what I was feeling and that my feelings were nothing but the language of the heart. And what that, and once I understood what my heart was saying, that's when I really was able to dig and understand. Um, and I'm still learning to understand my soul talks to me through my heart, and the language of my heart is my feelings. So once I understand my feelings and what they really are trying to say, then I'm really understanding what my soul is saying, and God can speak to me so much more clearly. And so Voice of the Heart really helped with that. Dr. Chip died. Great book. Well, thank you. Thank no you problem. for being willing to uh, brave these questions. This is such and... a wonderful podcast. <laughs> thank you for joining. We uh, just yeah. loved having you. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess I'll do my part now. The uh, this is the Ministry to Parents podcast. And, um, <laughs> As we so, come to a close. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Listen, uh, I hope you hear our hearts. We mm-hmm. care a lot about uh, those of you who work in the church. And mm-hmm. one of the things we care a lot about is helping you reach families. We know that's a passion for so many of you. We share that passion. And in whatever setting you work in, um, we know that uh, one of the things you might have to do before you ever pay to be a part of something is to try it out. So uh, we've created that place for you where you can experience what we have to offer. You can go to ministrytoparents.com forward slash free. When you do that, you'll get a few free resources and videos you can share with parents. If they like it, great. Then come back and talk to us, and we can talk to you about what it looks like to be a M2P member where we give these type of things to you every single month. That's what. That's a way that we can partner with you, and we would love to give that to you for free. And um, as I'm closing out, uh, just wanted to mention that if you have questions or if there's thoughts or concerns or you're like, hey, I'd like to know more about this, feel free to reach out to us at info at ministrytoparents.com. As Jeremy said, uh, this series in particular is one just so close to the heart, so passionate as we um, have been a part of ministry for our whole lives. And so we're just thankful and uh, for the privilege to be able to talk to you about it today. And thank you for listening in on this podcast. This is the Ministry to Parents podcast, the podcast for church leaders that helps you build a ministry to parents. Thanks for joining and we'll see you next episode. You've been listening to the M2P Podcast. To download free parent resources, go to ministrytoparents.com.